Hi, welcome back to Spend, Donate, Invest. I go by Gigi, that's short for Gennet Gimja. And before we jump in, let me tell you a little bit about this show. Here we are exploring the topic of whether there might be some ways we can line up what we're doing with our money and our values when it comes to the type of world we'd like to help shape. We vote, we protest, we write letters to our senators, but what about our money? As individuals, what can we do to line up our money and our values? Walk the talk, feel and be more aligned. We talk a lot about climate change, and today's topic absolutely is tied to the way that our planet is warming. We're going to talk about disaster relief. At the time of recording, the magnitude of the devastation of the earthquake on Monday, February 6, 2023, in Turkey and Syria is still being understood. And the thing about it is, we know that more of these natural disasters are coming, To even call them natural disasters sounds like it might be an outdated term. And they're getting worse. Wildfires, earthquakes, hurricanes, tsunamis. So let's talk about it. On this show, we talk about the power of our money to create the type of world we want. I was talking to someone about the show recently, and he summed it up by saying, put your money where your mouth is. And I agree. That's what we're here to talk about. So when it comes to disaster relief, there are generally four phases, four different phases you might want to help. I'm going to link a J.P. Morgan article about this. So when we think about disaster relief, we think about donating um, in relation to all those types of natural disasters I just listed. The first phase is one I don't think we talk a lot about. I know that I haven't thought a lot about it when it comes to my own giving. It's mitigation. So this is all about future planning, analyzing the possibility of future disasters and planning for what we can do now to lessen the suffering as a result of a natural disaster. So that's phase one, mitigation. Phase two, preparedness. This is when you know that a natural disaster is just about to happen, and it's all about what we can do to quickly prepare in the days beforehand. So depending on the type of natural disaster that's expected, it might mean making sure there are sandbags in place, making sure there's enough food and water in reserves, making sure that hospitals have the right PPE and the staffing levels. So that's phase two, preparedness. I don't think we talk a ton about that either when it comes to thinking about our giving. Phase three is response. This is the immediate aftermath of the natural disaster. Looking for survivors, for example. So that's phase three response. I think this is where you tend to hear the most buzz right after a disaster. I mean, we're talking about it today. We're right in the aftermath of the earthquake in Turkey and Syria. So that's phase three, response. And then there's phase four, recovery. So this is where we're now thinking about building homes and other infrastructure that were damaged, maybe even making some changes to how that's done to lessen the impact of future or potential future disasters. So that's phase four, recovery. So just to recap really quickly, phase one, mitigation, phase two, preparedness, phase three, response, and phase four, recovery. When it comes to donating, I think most of us think about that third phase, which is the response, the immediate aftermath of the natural disaster. 
Most donations, if you look at the statistics, are given within eight weeks of a natural disaster. And that's according to research by the Center for Disaster Philanthropy and Candid. But what's ironic is that spending more on the first phase, mitigation, where we try to see what we can do ahead of the natural disaster, is way, way, way more effective. Our money will go further, which means more lives will be saved, less life-saving infrastructure will be destroyed. But, you know, it's hard to keep that top of mind, especially when there are so many different causes competing for our attention. I'm... I'm racking my brain to think about which of my donations, which of my giving would go into that first phase. If you are looking to be a little more intentional about your natural disaster donations, you might consider donating towards that mitigation phase and also that very last phase, which is the recovery, especially in the long term after the eight weeks when the attention is probably drifted on to the next thing. When you're trying to decide who specifically to donate your money to, I would offer a few thoughts you might consider. I look for groups and individuals that have been working in a community on a specific problem for a long time, not a sudden pop-up. And that's because I'm less confident that someone brand new to an area or to a community or brand new to a certain type of problem will be effective. In the future, when and if I have more wiggle room in my giving budget, I will look forward to taking more chances on newer initiatives. But for now, I'm looking for someone with some level of familiarity. If you're worried about scams, avoiding pop-up charities will also help with that. I also like to think about the most vulnerable or the least supported community within a disaster. Climate change will lead to more refugees. And when I think about those refugees, I tend to ask myself, who is being overlooked? That's something I always think about, especially as someone who started my life as someone who fit right into that category. I was born while my family was living in a refugee camp, and this was as a result of the war in Eritrea. And as you can hear, I made it, but not everyone in my community did make it. So that's another consideration. I'm always thinking about, in my giving, when it comes to disasters, who's being overlooked? Who isn't getting the newspaper headlines? So those are some thoughts on giving in response to natural disasters. I'd be really interested to know, if you are a survivor of a natural disaster, what was your experience as it relates to aid? If there are any other topics you'd like to discuss here on the show, send me an email anytime at spenddonateinvest at gmail.com. If you want to see what has been discussed so far in the previous 50, 60 episodes, feel free to check out the website, which is at spenddonateinvest.world. So instead of a .com website, it's .world, W-O-R-L-D, spenddonateinvest.world. That's the website. As long as it relates to the power of our money, then let's discuss it here. Or maybe you've discovered a way to put your money where your mouth is. I would love to hear about it. Let's talk again soon.